hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. How's your week been? How has your day been? I hope it has been great. I hope you have got everything done that you've wanted to achieve and I just hope you have had an amazing time. Now, I'm not sure if you'll be able to tell a difference, but I've officially got myself a like proper microphone for this setup. I can't believe we're on, I think this is like episode 13 or 14, and I've only just figured out the fact that my microphone is just not really the best. So I went out, I bought a new one, I got it off of Amazon, it came like two days later, and I'm so, so excited to be using it. I feel like this is a proper, proper setup now because my old microphone honestly was just not up to standard and I probably should have got a new one like months ago, but that's fine because we have finally got a new one and it's exciting. This is a very exciting time. I feel like this is a monumentous occasion in the world of somewhat grown up. So I hope you also have had an amazing thing that has happened to you this week. I feel like this microphone symbolizes good things to come. I might be thinking into that a little bit too much, but I'm going with it. Anyway, now I have got back from my holiday this week. I'm feeling very refreshed, feeling super excited to kind of get back into it. I love a good city holiday and I went on holiday to Paris. We didn't actually stay in like the centre of Paris. We stayed in centre parks, which I've done a few holidays in the UK in centre parks and I absolutely, like absolutely love them. Would highly recommend a holiday to centre parks. But we decided to do this one in Paris. It's our first time ever doing one like outside of the UK. And it was lovely, like it was gorgeous. The images before we went like looked amazing and honestly it was just as good as the pictures. I really like, it felt so homely, it feels so calm, like all the trees and this massive lake, like it was honestly incredible. And just Paris itself is such a nice place. And there's something about doing like a city holiday that for me, because it's not the same, like I feel like it's a very different thing you get out of it in comparison to like a all-inclusive hotel, like a relaxing kind of a holiday. Now, we did actually have a few days whilst we were away, which were like fully relaxation. I took a few books and like I read a little bit and we went to the pool and stuff like that. But we also did a day in Paris. We went to Disneyland Paris for two days. And so there was like a little bit of a mixture of calm and then like a hustle bustle sort of a culture which you tend to get when you go to a city and for me that just really like boosts me up a little bit when I get home to give me something to think about and something to work on and I find like when you're in a city you just feel like a little bit more busy and you tend to do a lot more and your days are spent a bit more like excursioning and looking around and exploring the culture and what there is to offer which Honestly, Paris has just got so much to offer in terms of that. And it's just been so nice to go back to Paris. I haven't been since I was like 11 or 12, or maybe I went once when I was a bit older, but just to Disneyland Paris. I can't really remember, but it's been basically a long time since I last went to Paris. And to go back now when I'm like 22, I feel like as you grow up, holidays become very different and you actually can kind of appreciate 
the culture a bit more and you can appreciate the differences that Paris has to offer in comparison to like London, you know, because I go to London quite a lot, but Paris is still very different. There's cities, they're very similar in that respect, but they have so much differences to offer and it's quite nice to embrace that when you go on a holiday. So it's just been so nice to get away. I also love Paris just for like the fashion and for the people. I find it so fascinating literally just to watch people go by when you're in Paris because you get so many different types of people and people dress very differently. They act very differently. It's just really nice sometimes just to get a little bit, a bit of a difference, like to just embrace something different, which was just so nice about this holiday. And I think I really needed it. It was a nice little break, but it wasn't 100% relaxing, which was actually really quite nice because I feel like coming home and trying to like get back into doing things and recording this episode and like planning some YouTube stuff and bits, it's been quite nice to have kept up that pace whilst I was on holiday, but it still was very different to what I do when I'm at home, you know? So I've like kept up the busyness and kept up doing things and I haven't completely like let go for an entire week. And that's been nice because it's made it definitely easier coming home and getting into doing stuff because I'm still used to waking up early and going out and things like that. So it's been... It's just been really nice. Like, honestly, it was an amazing, an amazing holiday. I did film a few clips of the outfits that I wore whilst I was away. So I am going to do a YouTube video on that at some point. I don't know when that's going to go out, to be honest with you. I've got a few videos like prepped and ready to go. So they're probably going to come first. So I'll be honest, it's going to be like a few weeks before the YouTube video comes out. And that's okay, because I'm trying to make my life a bit more, not easy, but I'm trying to like pre-prepare things and like plan ahead a little bit because I know as soon as I go back to uni, which honestly is a bit scary how quick it is coming up, me going back to uni, like recording this right now, I only have like two or three weeks before I go back and I don't quite feel ready for that yet. So what I wanna do with social media so that this time I don't completely fall off if you don't follow me like on YouTube or you've just found me through this podcast, basically back in January, I completely fell off with social media. Like I didn't really post anything for like a good six months because I just couldn't quite figure out a routine with university and social media, like mixing it together because it takes quite a lot of effort to keep up with social media and YouTube videos and stuff like that. So I've really tried over the summer to have fun, to have a bit of a break, but also figure out a system that works a bit better for me. So I'm trying to like pre-prepare my YouTube videos a little bit. And I do really think it's helping in terms of like stress and in terms of not having to panic and stress myself out like on the day that, oh my God, I need to post a video like now, but I haven't got one ready. I'm trying to get a little bit more ahead of it. So that YouTube video will be coming at some point. I'm really excited for it. I've got some good little clips and just overall, it was such a nice holiday. I also, before we went away to kind of get myself ready to go, I started watching Emily in Paris again on Netflix, which, Honestly, I think is one of my favorite Netflix shows. I'm not sure. I kind of have mixed vibes and like mixed opinions on it. But overall, I do really like the show. And because I knew I was going into Paris for one day, 
I kind of like Emily in Paris just to sort of see the culture. I know it's obviously a fictional series. It's not real. It's not a documentary or anything like that. But because it's filmed in Paris and like it's filmed in France, there's so many cute little bits to watch and you kind of get to see a little bit of fashion and you get to like experience it a little bit. So I kind of like to get me to get myself ready, to get me like in the hype to go away on holiday, I watched the second season of that again, which is really good. I have so many opinions on Emily in Paris, but overall I do really like it for just like the vibes, the fashion, the aesthetic, I think is just very gorgeous. So I got myself watching that, which got me really excited and it's just great. I love going on holiday. I love watching Netflix. So it's just all been, it's all been great. <laughs> so I've come back now trying to get back a little bit more into life. I'm starting to work on some of my university stuff, like my final year project is coming up, which honestly, if you're also going into like third year or your last year at university, college, whatever you're doing, the final year project, like the dissertation is just such a stress. So I decided to kind of like pre-prepare and get myself ready for that. I'll talk about it at another point because right now I'm like very much just in the early phases of it, but I've been doing a little bit of that since I got back. I've also been going to yoga, which honestly, I think is changing my life. I never really thought about going to yoga classes before, but the new like shop that I work for, we're like a half yoga studio, half juice and vegan cafe. So I've tried, obviously tested out some of the yoga sessions as you have to do when you work in a yoga studio. I obviously was going to attend one of the classes at some point. So I've attended a couple now and I actually do just love them. I went to one quite early this morning and it has just really boosted me up. It has made me feel like on top of the world. And then I had a juice afterwards and I just feel like a changed person right now. I honestly, it feels amazing. So I'm definitely going to stick with it with the yoga because I am really really enjoying it but I hope your week has been good as well I hope you have done so many fun things let me know on Instagram what you have been up to because I I love to keep up with you to know what's going on in your life as well as telling you about all the fun things that I've been doing because I've had a very good week this week Paris has been Paris has been absolutely amazing, so I'm really excited about it, and I'm just happy to kind of get back into life right now, and I'm also already having to think about the next holiday that I'm going on, because I'm literally going on holiday in a week's time, so that's fun, but we're getting there. I'll be in Tenerife very, very soon. I'm going again, and I just love Tenerife, like, so much, so I'm going to that before I start university. But again, I'll talk to you about that at some point because that is literally the furthest thing from my mind right now, even though I really need to be starting to think about what I want to take and what I want to wear because I really just don't want to overpack. Last time I went to Tenerife, I overpacked massively and it's just such a faff to carry around a super heavy suitcase. So this time I really want to get a little bit better and just not take as much but I don't know how to do that. Like as a female, or no, not even as a female, just as a person, how do you not take 
too many stuff when you go away on holiday. Like I take so many outfits because I think, oh, well, what if I spill something down me? Or what if I like wee myself? Not that that has ever happened in my adult life, but what if it happened when I was on holiday and I'm not prepared? I don't know. I definitely overthink it. But I managed for Paris to not to overpack. So I am on a win and I'm hoping that carries on into my Tenerife holiday. And I hope you've had some amazing holidays this summer as well. I feel like this summer's been such a good one. We're not, COVID is kind of not going, but sort of going. And it's been nice to go on a holiday without the worry of having to isolate when you get home and all bits and bobs like that. And I just hope this continues now so that next year we can just keep moving forward in a sense but I hope you've had holidays if you've been away I hope you've had a great time or I hope you've got some super fun ones booked because honestly I feel like just having a holiday booked just gives you something to look forward to it gives you like a little bit of motivation just to keep yourself going but that's been my week so we're gonna go to a break and then when we come back I really want to talk about wanting to live a bit more minimalistically in my adult life and like as I grow up I definitely want to become a bit more of a minimalist. Welcome back. Now as I was saying before we went to a break I've been wanting to live, I've been wanting to live a little bit more minimally in my life and I'm someone who has a lot of clutter. I don't know why, I mean I do know why. I have a little bit of a shopping problem, which is definitely something we need to talk about because I'm definitely not the only one in that aspect. So one, I buy too many clothes. Two, I buy too many cuddly toys and jelly cats in particular. I have a bit of an issue with jelly cats. I also buy too many books. I've bought over these last few months more books than I'm probably going to read in the next year yet I still buy more and I'm also really somebody who is very I don't know the quite like the right word for this but I kind of give everything in my life a bit of a meaning which means I struggle to get rid of things so I like to collect things I like to have a lot of like memory stuff. So if I go on a holiday, I'll tend to keep a few things from that holiday. Like if you get those wristbands when you go, like this is very random, but when you go to like an all-inclusive hotel, if you've ever been before, usually you get a wristband that like goes around your wrist and then you wear it to show that you are able to get breakfast, lunch and dinner for free and you don't have to pay for it when you're there because you've already paid for it before going on the holiday. Um, that's what all-inclusive is. I really don't know why I just explained to you what all-inclusive is, but basically those wristbands you get when you go on those holidays, I have kept every single one from any holiday I've ever been on. I've kept so many random things. Like when I went on D of E, which is like an excursion-y sort of thing you do when you're in secondary school, and you get like a certificate to say you've done it, but randomly on one of the ones that I went on, we walked through a golf field and there was a ton of like golf balls on the floor and our entire group picked up one golf ball each and we took it home and I still have got that golf ball to this day. I don't play golf, I'm never going to use it but I've kept it as like a memory thing and I tend to do that with a lot of different stuff throughout my life and a lot of different things that happen. I like to keep 
a little memory of it. I've never looked back at these memories, I would like to just add. I just kind of keep them in a box that goes up into my loft and it just stays there. I like that's that. And I've got so many boxes full of these like little memory things now, which is quite nice. But basically I'm alluding to the fact that I have a lot of clutter in my life. I have a lot of things that I realistically don't need, but I like to have. And I feel like sometimes there is a big difference between the stuff you would like to have and the stuff that you need to have. And there also is a fine line between having enough clutter that is like all stuff that you're gonna use and it's all stuff that is relevant to you to having too much clutter that then seems to make its way like into my brain and it clutters up my head and it makes me very stressed. And if I'm just having a stressful, like busy day, having a cluttered room honestly makes me feel worse. Like it makes me feel even more claustrophobic. It makes me feel even more stressed because there's just constantly things surrounding me. And I've been noticing kind of over the last maybe like five or six months that the amount of stuff that I have in my bedroom is actually affecting my mental health a little bit. And it's something that I'm becoming a bit more aware of like as I'm growing up and as I'm coming a bit more aware of like how I feel throughout the day, I'm definitely noticing that having a messy room or having a lot of clutter with it in my room affects that massively. So I'm trying to like clear out my space a little bit to just allow for the essential things, the things that I need. And I'm trying to use up the stuff that I don't realistically need but I've always just had there and this has been a bit of a process it's taking a lot of like stages of decluttering trying also to stop buying stuff to fill the space that I'm trying to make it's like a big mindset sort of a clear out at the same time as physically clearing out my room and I just used to fill all the little gaps within my life I would fill with stuff and now I'm trying to completely go back on that mindset and change how I am and change my belief and change my values in a sense because I always feel the need to fill up the space within my life with like physical tangible items. But actually I don't need to do that. So I've started like putting stuff in these memory boxes that go up in my loft. The things I don't desperately need within my bedroom space, like my living space, have gone up into the loft right now. And I'm gonna see kind of how I feel about putting more and more up there and also getting rid of more. And it's kind of like a step towards parting with things, but not fully having to part with certain items. And I'm just gonna see like how it goes and I'm gonna keep working on it but definitely if you're feeling the same as way as me if you're feeling like the amount of stuff you have in your room is cluttering up your head and it's making your head feel more full and making your head feel like you can't properly think then it's a good step to take just kind of removing a few items I kind of go like one at a time I remove a few items a day and this is like really baby baby steps and like towards an end goal of living more minimally and just a step towards making more conscious choices within my life and it will realistically benefit me financially emotionally and it will also infect affect my 
input environmentally because buying a lot of stuff that I don't need not only does that affect me not only does it clutter my brain not only does it mean that money has gone out of my bank account that realistically I didn't need to come out of my bank account but also it does affect the environment and it affects our carbon footprint so we really need to think about that a little bit more and it's been something that whilst I've been away on holiday I've been really thinking about I don't know why centre parks just tends to bring about a sense of like calmness to me and because it's like a natural sort of space and there's a lot of trees there's there's a lot of nature and it just makes me feel a lot more calm and I really want to bring a sense of that like into my room so coming back from my holiday has really been a massive point but this has been something I've been working on for I want to say the past like month like since my birthday I've really been trying to make this conscious effort and so instead of in instead of having a lot of clutter in my room and having a lot of items just around I've tried to add stuff that makes me feel more calm and doesn't clutter up my brain so I've got a lot of plants now a lot of my shelves have got plants on them because they give me a sense of nature and they give me a sense of calm and I spoke about plants a few weeks ago that I just am absolutely obsessed with my plants I now refer to myself as a plant mum because I just love and care for them as if they are my little babies I just absolutely love my plants and they give me such a warm feeling when I come into my room so I'm trying to change what was clutter within my bedroom and what was stuff that was making me stressed to adding in those items that make me feel better and raise my vibration rather than lower it if you're into vibration I think it's a very interesting thing to have a think about the stuff that you have on display in your room and the stuff that you have within your life affects that vibration so really looking at making more conscious and healthy choices towards living better for myself which will improve how I am as well so I'm really I'm trying to sort this out whilst I'm still in my bedroom at home so that when I move out and when I become well I want to say when I become grown up but obviously this is what this whole podcast is about I'm never going to feel completely grown up but like when I move out of my space and when I'm doing a bit more like adulting things and when I have my own living room to decorate rather than me and my dad decorating our living room then I feel like I want to already have a very good mindset for what I want to fill my space with in order to raise my vibrations and make me feel better rather than just adding a lot of stuff that you just don't always need and yes there is stuff that you do need within your life and I have a lot of things still in my life that I count as essential that some people wouldn't but it's about working with what works best for you so I'm trying to figure that out and I'm trying to get into this a little bit more and I'm sure I'll share a bit more with you about my journey because I'm definitely only at the beginning right now like I'm only just starting to sell a bit more of my clothes and clearing out my space and getting rid of the stuff under my bed that has been under there for years that I don't need it's a process it definitely and this is only like step one but it is something I'm really trying to consciously do so I wanted to share that with you and I feel like we can go on this journey a little bit together and we can find enjoyment in different things rather than just adding more and more to our living space. I'm trying to change what I get enjoyment out of. And it's been a fun journey. I'm definitely excited to to see where it goes. 
so uh, yeah so yeah I'm taking some more steps to becoming a bit more minimal and we are definitely just gonna see where this takes us now there is one more break we are going to another break and then when we come back we've got another listener dilemma so this week's listener dilemma was sent to me over on instagram which is swgu.withgm which is our like official podcasting instagram somewhat grown up with Gemma miller if you don't know what all of those letters jumbled up together mean that's what i was going for so this dilemma was sent to me over on there and let's get into it I have started my dream job and I hate it. What do I do now? This sounds crazy, but this has honestly completely thrown me. So I've always wanted to be a nurse. Literally since I can remember, I've wanted to be a nurse. You know, usually as a child, you change your mind constantly on what you want to be when you grow up. Well, for me, that wasn't the case. All my family always tell me how I've always wanted to be a nurse and I was practicing bandaging up their arm since I was five. Well, I completed my training two months ago and started my career as a nurse. You would think this would be perfect, except after about a week, I realized something. I hate being a nurse. I knew it was a stressful role, I knew it would be intense, but I didn't know that I would start and just hate it. Now I don't know what to do, I hadn't planned for this, and now I can't work out if I just need to stick with it or try and figure out what I should do instead. I honestly do feel, I feel for you. I really do feel this is such a tough one to go through and just not know what your next step is. And this is honestly something I worry about with myself as well, because I'm very set on the career and the path and the goals that I want out of my life. But sometimes, just crazily, we start these things and we do, we go down a path that we have always wanted to do. And the fact you have always wanted to do this, like always since you were a child, is kind of crazy that then you've got to that step where you're officially getting into this and it's like all your dreams should be coming true but it actually feels like the exact opposite and you kind of just want to escape it that's definitely something I worry about but I think this is just sometimes just our gut feeling and just we this happens like this does happen sometimes and we are gonna do stuff that we don't enjoy that we thought we would enjoy and we kind of have to see what the next step is and kind of adjust how we are. Now, the fact that you've been doing this for two months, I wonder whether maybe you should give it a try for a little bit longer. I know you're saying that it literally only took a week before you realised you don't like being a nurse, but maybe just a little bit longer just to really try it, test it. And then if it doesn't work, that is a-okay. There is definitely gonna be the option to try something new. What also could be quite cool, I don't know where you are a nurse or what sort of nurse you are, but maybe it could be a good idea to look into other departments within nursing. Like maybe is it just the department that you've decided to go for you don't enjoy or is it being a nurse as a whole? 
that's what we kind of need to figure out here. Maybe it is worth looking around at what other options you can do with your training and with if you have a degree or whatever sort of training you have. Is there a different department you can go into with those same qualifications? You don't need to do any extra training and maybe that will be better. Maybe it's just the department you're in that is really just not working for you. There are so many different types of nurses out there that it could be a good idea if you are really hating this type of work you're doing to try a different style of nursing and a different sort of department to nursing. Does that make sense? Um, I know because my mum was a nurse and she has changed departments quite a few times throughout her career and it just is sort of finding out what works for you best with nursing and what department you enjoy the most and what you can get out of it because you definitely with your training could do a lot of things so the options are still out there you're not like you're not just in this one section for the rest of your life but if it is nursing as a whole if nurse if nursing is not what you want to do anymore then that's okay you know that that is all right we're still so young we're growing up together and it is okay to change your mind and it is okay to be like, right, I need to take a step back, have a think about what it is I actually want to do now because it's scary when all you've ever wanted to do is this one thing and then you get to that point and it's like, okay, I really don't enjoy this. I was not expecting to not enjoy this, but we're here, this is how I'm feeling and you need to listen to how you're feeling. And sometimes it means having to go with it and trying out something new because how you're feeling is a very good reflection like you can trust your gut a hundred percent so let's listen to our gut here and maybe see what the other options are so that's definitely what I would kind of do in your situation I would maybe stick with it for a little bit longer have a look around see what other departments there are what else can you do with the qualifications that you have but if not let's go back to the drawing board and let's think what's next? What is the next step for you? What is something you've always wanted to try that hasn't been nursing? Has there been something else you've been passionate about from young age? It doesn't even have to be from a young age. Is there anything you're interested in right now that you would like to give a try? And just go with it and see, see where life takes you because it is a crazy one because it is a crazy one when we start something and we think we're going to love it and we think it's going to be the best thing we've ever done and then we start it and we hate it and we're like, what does this mean? What does this mean I have to do next? We'll find something, like there is always something out there for every single one of us. We're all unique and there's always a unique position in the world out there for us. It's just about finding that. So good luck to you. I really hope everything works out. I know this is a crazy and stressful time and let yourself feel that way for a bit. You've wanted this since you were so young and it hasn't worked out the way you thought it would. So let yourself kind of mourn that a little bit because I can imagine you are going through some crazy emotions right now and don't be afraid to let yourself feel them. But I hope it all works out for you. Please keep me updated with what you end up doing, what path life ends up taking you on. I would absolutely love to know. But that has been all from me in this week's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with Gemma Miller. We're just growing up together, aren't we, really? And it's a bit of a crazy journey, a crazy ride, and I still don't feel like I am grown up, and that's okay. 
So I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you in next week's episode. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.